Hello and welcome to Campaign Comrades, your favorite leftist gaming podcast. Everybody is here today. Uh, I think with uh, a little bit of uh, a little a little bit of pain in their voices, a little bit of uh, <laughs> it's a bit of a struggle. I think for some of you, why are we hurting? We're talking about Final Fantasy 16. That's what you told me we were talking about today. <laughs> Say well. You well, said you canceled the Halo one. <laughs> I don't have to talk about it any. We can talk about the good stuff. I was told it was fun. just going to be an Elden Ring pod again. Well, I have some unfortunate news for both of you. I have I have trapped you here. You you cannot leave now. I've dis- I've disabled the leave meeting button. So <laughs> oh my god, he's right. He's grayed out. What? I'm just going to unplug the computer. <laughs> uh, breaker. So- so all of us have have watched now the Paramount Plus Halo television series, the first season. Oh, has, nine hours. It has been confirmed that there will be a season two. Although, God damn it. I am te- voting that we do not do a season two episode, uh, episode. Oh, no, I would watch Assassin's Creed a thousand more times before I watch another episode of Halo. It uh, it was it was greenlit for a second season before the release, right? Of, before it released, of the first one, which is always a great, uh, you know, a great <laughs> sign because they they love to do that, but then you know, once they get sh- shitty reception, they'll just kind of quietly just roll that back a little bit, R- ramp everything down slowly. That we said it, but it was conjecture. Like we don't, you know, who knows. You know these things. These things take a, a, a lot of time. Which you know this this first season, I have it in my notes here. It's like this is actually a good uh, representation of video games in that it also followed a video game like production through hell. Um, <laughs> it was originally pitched and greenlit back in 2013 for a for a 2015 release this has been in some level of production for almost 10 years it it didn't it go through like hundreds of script rewrites some it like you know was rewrites a multiple different director hands yeah yeah it was pushed to 2019 first then 2020 and then finally the 20 settling on the 2022 has you had like a whole new uh, director, executive producer lineup, you know, all all those because it because it took so long, you know, scheduling things, you know, get in the way that that's that's pretty common when things take that fucking long is just, you know, creative differences aside. It's more like, you know, this thing isn't this thing isn't real here. I'm getting a, an offer to direct this other show that, you know, is coming up next month. So, bye. of course, gonna bye bye peace. I'm gonna re- um, I'm gonna release something that isn't going to just sit in development hell. It was originally ordered on Showtime for ten episodes. Uh, oh, then came the the executive producer change and it was reduced to nine episodes. Um, <laughs> they they sold it to Paramount Plus because Showtime viewed it as quote an outlier for the company's brand, which is very funny. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's not softcore porn, so. Oh no, that's hey man, that yeah. There you go. If you're being right. gener, if you're being generous to Showtime, it's like that. Uh, but otherwise, it's, that's just code for yeah. This is dog water. Let's uh, <laughs> let's let's pawn this off on the streaming only. 
And you know that's bad when when Showtime's passing it up. Yeah, so the show also had its two showrunners leaving, one early in production and the other one immediately after post-production wrapped, but like before the order for season two came through. Um, we'll we'll talk about the, sh- the our opinions on the show, but I wanted to like kind of just go over some some general notes on its rece- its larger reception by critics and Halo fans. Uh, it holds somewhere between a six and seven average score on the major <clears throat> review aggregators. It's like somewhere like a six point seven or something on Metacritic. What's um, that? What's that curve down to? Because major review aggregators are always higher. What was that? I all I saw is just I'll, I didn't dig that that deep. I don't care that much to to yes. actually look at at every at every single <laughs> review score, see what the lowest was. Um, we could look that up, but uh, most of no, the criticism, yeah, most of the criticism that you that you saw kind of revolved around. Two kind of uh, common points. The first, and I would say most significant one, was the criticism that Master Chief apparently acts out of character from the mm-hmm. game version of the character, which because they humanized him, right? Instead and of I, making him a fucking killer. You know, I would argue that the the stoic, hyper capable version of the character is you know fucking boring for a TV show. You know that. Well, yeah, that makes. Well, I mean, it's true. If you're gonna make the TV show about the character instead of about the gunplay, which arguably the first season should have just been about the gunplay, it should have been killing fucking convergent people. Well, you have to think like your hyper killer, the convergent people, the the <laughs> covenant, the covenant, covenant yeah. whatever. Yeah, your your hyper killer macho characters that like succeed nowadays have something else to them. You know, like James Bond isn't just, uh, you know, out there, you know, picking up women and yeah. Yeah, but he's not like a soldier. Master Chief is just, you know, in the games, just mowing down nacho people. And Yeah, well, I'm I'm saying to make that translate, you need something more than just the the faceless, semi-voiceless killer. there's, There's something about, you know, for a game that, you know, really can't be particularly a game like halo that can't satisfy the same itch in a television show. They have fundamentally different requirements where a game like that is, is purely a power fantasy where the, the faceless character of the chief where you only have the helmet. Yeah. lets you insert yourself into the role. You are in the helmet. You You are master chief. Um, you know, everybody loves you. It's what I'm worried about. with the, uh, The legend of Zelda rumors with uh illumination the a first person game is even more uh is even more direct with that than say like a third person thing where you're constantly looking at the character where it's you yeah. are it's out of your eyes you know so yes. there is it, it further removes I, that I am, level of I am carrying my pistol without it moving directly in front of me while I go over obstacles but a, a television show requires some level of character development and the some type of arc, right? You yes. know, or else it's boring, or else it's fucking boring. Uh, even if it's like high octane action, 
all the time it's it still gets it still gets boring it still gets one note and you know okay i know what i'm getting um and, and this i think this criticism to me it speaks largely to what i was just saying about the what it would what it takes to adapt this video game but i think it's can largely be applied to the critiques that you get to most video game adaptations right it's that one it's i think it's just a it's a problem that uh we see with the kind of creative uh bankruptcy of hollywood that that all that they can do is either you know remakes i mean the video game industry is no different in that regard <laughs> or uh you know live action versions of of animated shit or adaptation of <laughs> or yeah or adaptations of other media right and it's just like video games just are going to have to be different They're going in that to be milked sense. dry but it's like they you have to uh change the 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 format like i was just saying for here for halo like you can't just have the 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 nameless faceless kind of power fantasy you need to you do need to humanize your main character in some way um for a more traditional kind of narrative uh yeah not as much as they did in halo though there there's some middle ground people just like, like really people just really hated that he took his helmet off <laughs> yeah i mean they could have went the I mean, for uh, all the people i know who are actual halo sickos that is like sacrilegious or whatever yeah like this is the way you know they shouldn't be taking your fucking helmet off you should be going the way of the mandalorian I think uh, one thing that we didn't highlight real quick is there was also a movie back in 2005, and that went through its own development hell and eventually got canceled. And I think that's, I think this much is much more suited to a movie. I feel like adaptation. I remember seeing that in like yeah. a gaming magazine in like the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. Is it? Uh, Lomkamp and oh Guillermo boy. del Toro were attached at one point. Oh God! So, but I think that would have fit having a more faceless character, where you could do just a two-hour like kind of war movie with Guillermo del Master Toro Chief. would have had him be a horror monster in the background the entire mm -hmm. time, as you are the perspective of the the innocent. Um, Covenant, the grunt, covenant? the grunt, yeah. the the yeah. grunts are the little the little covenant guys. Yeah, they look like nachos. Their <laughs> armor thing, yeah, those yeah. looks like yeah. a big Dorito. Yeah, Dorito heads. Not like the little Doritos that I found in tubes today. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like I come down on like yeah, these things require changes to be better stories for this medium. So it'd be like if you're gonna do that and piss people off. Just fucking make a different story. Do a better. Just just make your own new story. You know, like yeah, like if the story can't be adapted that way, just make it a different story. However, uh, you can't then market it as yeah, an you, existing IP. Yeah, to you an need existing the, fan base. You need the bank. You need the bankable audience, right? You know, that's yeah. the only and way these things are getting green. Shareholders and be like, hey, look, there's guaranteed. Um, there's five million Halo fans in the world, maybe. And they're going to hate watch the shit out of this. 
they're gonna watch the first two episodes no matter what and see uh, game adaptations get... walk this really weird ground where it's like they're never going to satisfy the fan base um yet that's the only reason and they're not made for them they are made to bring yeah. in a general audience but the only reason they get made is for that is for that audience is for the existence and then the Mario of that movie audience. just made uh billions billions of billions of dollars absurd which again that's i completely the power of ma- mario i completely I mean, memory hold that movie the, the mm-hmm. power of mario and illumination studios because all the minions illumination kids... studios has like four of the top seven uh uh grossing animated movies of all yeah, time minions, or something like man. that that shit's crack for little kids because it's like Despicable Me 2 and 3, and I think the Minions movie, and then Mario. Crazy. So another contentious part of the Master Chief characterization was the now infamous sex scene. <laughs> it, was it was absurd. It was absurd. Final Fantasy 16 has better sex scenes. He goes in there, and I was like, he's not going to fuck this girl, is he? And then what does he do? They here comes the sex scene that but that was when he it was pop, he pops his cherry time. he pops his cherry there so like, <laughs> yeah. like Ma- master chief is canonically a virgin never had Incel. sex yeah, yeah very very much like his audience yeah <laughs> well it's, what, what i found very funny is that some people are like coming at it from the perspective of oh yeah chief just committed a war crime uh, you know, had 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 sex with a POW. A POW. <laughs> <laughs> Very much in character then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that scene felt so unearned too. Like, mm-hmm. yep. Like they talked to each other for like two seconds. That like scene a... was in there just to get the like the teenager who convinced their parents to watch this with them in <laughs> trouble. <laughs> Um, so I'm I'm more forgiving of the chief stuff for all that all those reasons of like you got you gotta you gotta like, humanize your, fan, your, so your I don't main really character care about exactly. how Master Chief gets handled. <laughs> yeah, he's not he's not really that important uh, to me. But again, he's pretty he's just a cipher, you know, for your own your your own desires. So I don't understand why. Yeah, people, but I like there's there's not much uh, character there. There's not. There's not much character there to begin with, right? You know, he's a he's basically a fucking drone. So I don't really know like what they have to complain. Yeah, I don't really know what they have to complain about. Um, Glory to mankind. What I do uh, sympathize with and uh, and right on board with is the general universal dislike for the character of Quan Ha. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> And the haircut. What is the oh, point? Like, Why? I feel like, so bad for both the character and the actress being saddled with one of the worst haircuts of all the worst yes. haircuts ever. Yeah. That. Ugh. So at the start of the show, it seems like she is going to be one of the main kind of, you know, vectors for uh, Chief's humanization. You know, that like <laughs> it's going to be the it's the human connection that breaks him out of his 
out of the drone like mentality. It's what makes him question start questioning his reality and his existence as a Spartan. But then they're fucking immediately separated after only an yep. episode and a half. And then the show continuously fails to justify her continued inclusion in the show from that point on. Yes. Every time it would cut to her and the ex Spartan Soren. Soren the pirate. Like, for, He's I the pirate. Say, yeah. I knew I I I know him as the pirate. Uh, it's just like i just don't care and you know like the show is undisputed undisputed lowest point is the quan exclusive episode seven which like with with these season long with these season long discussions over you know we usually talk about what's our favorite and least favorite episode i don't think we need to have much discussion on what our least favorite episode is it was episode seven i had to take a shit during my viewing of that one, I left it <laughs> running. I, I left it running. <laughs> I left it running and just left, and I missed nothing. Yeah, um, nothing. I, I completely wanna... forgot about her. I mean, so did the show. After yeah, that the episode. show did. Yeah, yeah. It's like not even addressed in the final episode. There's nothing. That's that... one. If you need that episode to be in your season to hit your nine episodes, you don't need nine episodes. Yeah. Huh. You don't need there's so many there's so many tracking shots. There's so many. There's like a several there's five minutes of tracking shots in each episode. It's just fluff of like a character walking or a ship flying in, and it's so much unnecessary filler. So I want to quote filler episodes, folks. I want to quote from IGN's review of that episode seven. Um <laughs> So it just said, it says, uh, this episode is littered with bland sci-fi tropes that have been executed far better elsewhere. Quan Ha's charge into the sandstorm is Mad Max Fury Road with no payoff. The sage woman of the desert are basically bargain basement Fremen, there to do little but spout cliches <laughs> yes, and, yes. and send Quan Ha on a textbook yep. desert vision quest. And also <laughs> she can find out she has to, quote, go back to where it started. <laughs> It's just like it, th- that episode really showed it's the it's the, the the series significant flaws. Like it is like a decently serv- serviceable, generic, bland sci-fi show. It is. It does nothing new. It has no interesting concepts. I, I think explore. that's its biggest flaw to me is just how generic it becomes. Like I'm and, a little more forgiving. I don't think it's like bad, but like I don't, I don't, I don't really think it's that bad. I just don't think there's anything special. I just don't or, think it justifies about its existence it. very well for me. Yeah, you know, I, I think that that's it, it feels well like said. something that's trying to justify the existence of its streaming service more than itself as like Paramount an doesn't need meeting. say Paramount doesn't need the help, right? It's doing fine with Star Trek. Um, mm-hmm. Say so Star Trek is the is the. They were just trying to hop on the trend of the video game, man. The they were trying to get ahead of it. Well, again, it's not like it's not like they were the one to order the show. They just were like, "Oh, we'll pick it up off the off the bargain bin, right?" They yeah, they, they five, got it. They they got it out of the five dollar Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> one dollar bin. I hey, will man, say, I, whenever I catch myself in a Walmart, you might not see me uh, flipping through there, seeing if there's anything worthwhile. You might catch some old 2000s comedies that have not aged very well. Yeah. The one the one thing about the Quan storyline is uh personally a big fan of Bern Gorman, the guy who plays mm. Fincher, and I thought he was pretty good and I wanted more of that. Like if they were going to 
explore that storyline. Like, show me more of that conflict between the venture and yeah, Quan's. That that, that uh that actor always plays a good villain. Yes, he he's a very in, he plays a villain in one of the later seasons of um the expanse a infinitely better mm. sci-fi show yeah. and uh and it's also a better character he's a little bit more nuanced and uh you know less one note you know it's obvious that this guy's having a blast you yes. know he's he's enjoying chewing every piece of scenery he can get his hands on um but yeah he was definitely an, an uh an interesting bit of that of that storyline but like i just found the character to be uh you know, grading and, uh, you know, the actress did, a, you know, did a decent enough job with what they gave her. It's just the material just, again, does not justify the character's inclusion. And, you know, so it was a, it was a, a, um, a created character for the show, you know, has no basis in the game's history. So it was a unique new character for the show and just, it just like it just it showed it showed they're like oh no we've like gone too far in pro- into production with this character we need to we need to keep showing her like um you know we can't we can't do reshoots to shoot around her from the earlier episodes um oh no okay we've 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 done what we need to and like her story is like now bleakly tied to chief in the halo ring through some imagine not just taking the L and just green screening her entire character out and just getting rid of her audio <laughs> well it's like, just a petulant kind of uh you know truly a you know a child character that is just you know most child characters fucking suck but this one was like supposed to be a teenager but like one who never grew up how dare you speak about joshua that way <laughs> And like, even even the main point of the character in this this season, which is to initially humanize Master Chief, like, isn't even that necessary because you see the the artifact is what really kind of triggers his humaniz like his the start of his humanization and realizing that he had some family he was lied to essentially. Like you could have still had that without even including Quan and having him make, have them make that choice of like executing her as he's ordered to at this get go or not is, it's just entirely unnecessary. So that's like the main driving force of the plot of the show, right? Is, is the dealing with these artifacts that will lead to the halo ring, but it's how it, it kind of reawakens the uh, master chiefs, John one seventeen's memories of his childhood his past life his parents that have been kind of conditioned out of him um and it's just you know uncovering the dark secrets of the spartan program as a whole um this has no grounding in any of the game plots they said from the beginning that oh yeah we're we're not directly adapting any of the games this is going to be its own story but like what i've found through a little bit of digging is that this is more of an adaptation of the novel the fall of reach which basically precedes the plot of the first game halo combat evolved um did you guys know that there were over 30 halo novels yep i did not know that no. yeah because i've seen them in barnes and noble 
or like bookstores and shit like barnes and noble barnes and noble would be the type of you know barnes and noble books a million that's the type of bookstore that would stock halo novels I did See, not know that. I, I am a Orange superior in, in I'm a superior independent bookstore enjoyer, yeah. so I don't see that drivel. <laughs> I'm not exposed to that trick. But yeah, I was like, wow, okay. Uh I mean, as we've as we've discussed with other major properties, the it's the book publishing, that's the that's the real money. That's the that's the real pro that's just profit. Ka-ching. Uh, you yeah, write so, it once and then you print it a billion times so this is this this is like basically the plot of the fall of reach <clears throat> um is the, john's uncovering of uh dr Catherine halsey's use of clones to steal children and replace them with faulty copies that will die immediately so their parents you know think that their kids have died and We'll never, we'll never Probably. come looking for them again, and and you know she's like you know again proven to be like the as the show does it's like she was really the 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 villain of the first of this first season was mm-hmm. Doctor Halsey, one of the I think better yeah. and interesting performances and characterizations of the show, and the only like act you know like actor I've seen really elsewhere in the show as well. I mean, I've seen I've seen uh, Leif Schreiber and plenty of other stuff. I don't know. Leif Schreiber, who's that? Pablo Schreiber. Sorry, Pablo oh, Schreiber. Okay. I, I I got confused with the the Schreiber brothers for a second. Yes, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, that's uh, that's that's uh, Ray Donovan is the is the other Schreiber yes, brother. Is is the <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he I've seen him in other stuff. Um. But he's, that's, yeah, he's, that, that's Master Chief. He's always a... Uh, I feel like he often plays some sort of jarhead type character. Yeah. He you was... in a mold. He, he was, yeah. he was the, the porn stash uh, uh, corrections officer in early seasons of The Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. Um, I never watched that. He played, oh, uh, what's the, it's like, basically, he's like the Irish god character in um, American Gods, in the, the show American Gods. Why am I blanking on the character's name? Never seen the show. Mad Sweeney. Mad Sweeney, that's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's been in, in a bunch of stuff. He's been around. But uh, yeah, no, everyone else was basically a new face to me. Oh, you know what's a minor character that I thought was really, really good and like well realized was the uh, was Halsey's little rat assistant. Yes, little, little rat man assistant. Like you know, yeah. it was great. Really, just evoked such repulsion in the yeah. in the viewer. It was really well done. Props to him. This this show, I gotta say though, the show hates women. The so, show. Uh, it, the it show does not like women. Women are bad in this show. Even when they're even when they're being platformed, even when they're being platformed, it's like here, let's let's give you a bad, like an annoying woman to mm-hmm. to show that even the good ones are are fucking annoying. Yep. The uh yeah, but yeah, uh Palsy is just like, yeah, she's like the 
she's a eugenicist she's (laughs) she's the demon dragon that uh that jordan peterson talks about (laughs) In in the petersonian sense yeah she is a woman Petersonian? What are you talking about, Shadow? So, what were you... We've kind of talked a little bit about, you know, the main the main bit of the plot, right? Is that, you know, you're covering these two artifacts that, that the show doesn't explain why these two humans, Chief and and Maki, the, uh, the human who was stolen by the Covenant as a child and raised as a, quote, blessed one, um why it's only these two humans can activate the the forerunner tech that can find the halo (laughs) rings um from the little bit of what i looked into the the background plot of the of the games i think i can piece together why it's i don't know why it's them why it's just those two but why it's humans um who can do it and not the any of like the covenant covenant species it has to do with like the again proof that uh again the source material that we're that we're coming from ain't ain't nothing uh special it's like the the two major like uh early early races that like set the set the course of the of the overall plot you know creating the halo rings and and everything that came from it are called first are called the forerunners and that because they came before and then <laughs> those that came before the forerunners are the precursors and precursors yeah and the precursors are the ones who did it first yeah, they're the ones that become the flood which uh is no, no no mention of the flood whatsoever in the in the show but like they're the reasons that the the halo rings were created but like the shit comes down to like the precursors Joe's the forerunners to hold this thing called the mantle of responsibility, which again, just so fucking stupid. Uh, these <laughs> naming like conventions. Transformers in the fucking matrix of leadership or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it's like so, a ninth grader wrote this shit. You know, it's just like to, pro- to protect the universe type of Must thing. Protect. But then, but then there was like some fuse prime but- fused is all spark with the matrix of leadership to protect <laughs> the universe. But there's like so, some there was some conflict between the precursors and the forerunners, but before the the basically the the for, the forerunners fucked up the precursors, they like removed the mantle of responsibility and like we're gonna put them on to like prehistoric humans who like basically it's like there's they claim that like oh yeah humans like ha- got to like an advanced level of society culture technology but then we're basically ground back down to to hunter gatherers by someone i forget who i don't know if it was the forerunners or whatnot but then the precursors get fucked up and and go dormant into this like dust shit that then is what becomes the infectious flood stuff that can like create zombie creatures and whatever and you know the the halo rings are created by the forerunners to eradicate anything that could carry the flood um but it's basically i think what it comes down to is a medium and not just a podcast there would be slowly a charlie day uh uh, springboard (laughs) yeah i I promise i promise this makes sense um the uh but i think it has something kingdom hearts level connection it has something to do with this mantle of responsibility that's why that humans are the ones who can 
activate this shit now is because they hold they hold the mantle. Um and so yeah, so the Master Chief is, you know, our perspective of 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 uh activating these these keystone artifacts, which is gonna lead him to the lead him to the halo, which it's like never explained why in in a way that makes sense why Halsey is obsessed with getting to the to the the halo rings just she's convinced it will lead humans to their next stage of evolution like that's her big driving thing is that like oh humans have stagnated we're not going anywhere we need to well, forcibly you know connect with an ai yeah that was the genesis behind the cortana program it's like the next stage in human evolution but then it's like the halos are just super weapons what is having a super weapon have to do with you know further evolving you know human consciousness uh ask the that... usa in 1945 <laughs> <laughs> so the the connection is never is never really made uh obvious there but so through all that he he is uncovering the truth about his past and the spartan program and then it's like leading the other spartans to resist halsey and she gets arrested and you know she's on she's on the lamb doing more eugenics but like isn't really on the lamb like no she's no she's 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 in a suburb yeah like <laughs> yeah literally. i was very confused by that at first i was like didn't they arrest her why like what well, is, no it was a clone that was that was that, as soon as you saw the nose bleeding from the shit you're like oh no that's just a that's just a, a halsey clone she, that, pulled, she pulled the switch and bait but uh yeah she's just like but the funny part is yeah she's like still on reach or something she's yes. just she's just no that scene that scene i was like damn they really colonized wherever they were quick and then i was like oh no she's just across the river from where <laughs> yeah. they all are <laughs> man so much for this the futuristic panopticon security state uh i don't i don't know but so we already know what our least favorite episode is episode seven inheritance that just focuses <laughs> on on Quan and soren you know it re- it reduces the chief to a like vision guy like a, a spirit guide character which is just like so bad it's just uh that that episode is just garbage it's trash mm-hmm. but if you guys had to pick a favorite episode what would you pick i've got to like do a little bit of I'm looking I'm looking at the Wikipedia page with the descriptions of the of the diff, of the different episodes. I mean, part of the reason I liked episode 9 the most was the like fight scenes with the Spartans towards the end. Just cuz like that all I wanted was fight scenes in this. Like I I wanted a superhero movie, not uh yeah, there know. was not enough combat. Yeah. Uh, the problem like... I had was even the combat that was there. I've been poisoned to now like really pay attention to muzzle flashes and the muzzle flashes don't look very good, which throws off the whole uh... they're not they're not using space squibs. It's all CGI. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's the thing. Like why why episode nine doesn't doesn't hit it for me is because it's in my opinion some of the worst visual um combat. The that final that that final confrontation that the, the the covenant planet that they're on 
is some of like the worst shit. some of the worst blue screen I've ever fucking seen. It looked like a it looked like a computer game from 2010. It was awful yeah. in that scene. I had I had some moments where I was sitting there like, is this it was evoking Power Rangers, the Ivan yes. movie? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was that's not a good thing. But there was also times where I felt, at least with the Covenant uh aliens, that it was better than Disney Plus's. Uh, oh, the some AI. of the CGI was just so smooth, like no texture. The 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 mm. the, the, the CGI for the uh, the weird like leaders, lo- the weird long neck leader saying he yeah. guys that was mm. better. That was some of the better because you could see like the hairs and shit on them. The yeah, uh, yeah I don't. You never got a good look at one of the grunts, um, but like I, my 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 favorite one, and it was. For a similar reason of the, it was more of the action focused one. Was I think it's episode fifth one five? Yeah, when the yeah. The, the battle. I was gonna on, say if I a, had on Aridness, Aridness yes. too. Yeah, I thought Aridness had the best combat scenes. Best combat. I mean, I, I will say you know this is because it was the most real looking because it didn't involve any CGI enemies. Um, I also think that it uh, benefits from being earlier in the season, so the budget is still more open. But I was saying, as you get towards the end of a season, the budget starts to restrict a lot, and you start to have to. But, but the actual uh, action scene in episode seven is actually pretty good. The one where at the at the uh, the mine or the fuel depot, yeah, thing where they're where the where pirate, they blow up Fishner, yeah, like that. That's like that was pretty good. That was decent, but like. Again, it's it, it not enough to save that episode from still being at the bottom of the barrel. But I think like episode five was pretty good. The the combat in episode one was decent as well. Um, I thought they did a good job of kind of seamlessly working in that first person perspective without getting yes. too cheesy like you do in the Do yeah. in the Doom movie. Uh Doom movie is the only way you go. Uh, I, I... I was gonna shout out the the couple first person shots were decent because you get that in every fight in every one of the major Spartan fight scenes. Um, but I like like the they you know used the the in game sound effects of like the shield yep. about to pop and that well, kind of I stuff was cool. Yeah, I liked I liked those little bits. Um, so the. Uh, yeah, did anybody else have a say Matt? Did you have a a a I guess least hated episode? I, I said five would be the one I would pick Ooh. if that would be something that yeah. I was forced to do, like I was forced to watch the show. Yeah, for for me, I think it's one or five. I I, I did think one was a decent setup. It at least had me more intrigued and then kind of went all downhill. From what, there. One was an okay pilot let down by two being uh, a lackluster follow-up. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we've also talked about who are like, you know, say the least favorite characters and plot lines and all that. The, I think the, the standout, the absolute character standout is, um, I forget the the numbers. Is it? Uh, I think it's it's oh Kai one two five. Kai, hey, yeah, I was gonna hey, say Kai. Hey, 
Kate Kennedy as Kai one two five, the the sniper Spartan, pink, the pink haired Brigade. Mm-hmm. Brigade. Yeah. Brigade. There we go. That was the word. Um, I thought she was a stand. You know, standout. She was a uh, you know kind of lit up every scene that she was in, and you know was way more of a draw to that kind of again the the humanizing aspect that we're trying to see towards these these Spartans. Um, in a way that you know, particularly as as she was held in comparison to the other Spartans, um, the other the other two are very you know, kind of rote and robotic, and you know, struggle to break their conditioning at the end. But you know, she seems to like you know, be the She's... most com- comfortable in her skin, and uh, you know, enjoys being a Spartan. Yeah. And well, she's also the only one who uh, stops taking her equilibrium emotion suppression pills and removes her, what do they, I think they call it a tablet. A pellet. 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 Yeah. Removes the horm- her pellet. The hormone pellet. I mean, so does the chief, but that doesn't really change his character that much. He's still a bit kind of a dour, unf- mm-hmm. unfun. Uh, you yeah. Know. But he's able to see. He finds out that now. he's been on the placebo pill the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah his, his did nothing. But yeah, for her, a whole new world has opened up. Um, yeah, she was world. she was the most uh, interesting character to me. Um, I think her and Halsey again were the <laughs> were the two yeah, the two highlights in terms of performances, characters. I found them. I found them the most interesting. But like, there's I agree. just there's just like I, I do think the. The uh, the assessment that you've made from the beginning, Matt, is like pretty emblematic of the whole thing. It's just like it's. I think it's largely inoffensive, but it's just that it fails to justify itself and the money spent on it. And I, I just I don't I, know what they're going to do going forward. I don't know if they're going to because, like I said, they're they're. This is basically a greenlit ready to go this is almost more of a retelling of that of that prequel book that then maybe they do start adapting and moving into the game the game plots that maybe that that excites the fans of the series more angers the fans of the series more most likely yes that's more that is more likely what would happen like so my my question to you all is like what what is the message of this show? Because to me, it just feels very confused. You have obviously Halsey is set up as the as the bad person, the mm-hmm. the, the the evil villain here. But the show very obviously shows that like everyone else involved knows, you know, whether it's wink wink nudge nudge or not, knows that Halsey's doing shady shit to help them like yeah like it's not they act like these people are kind of not in the know but there's no way they aren't and so it kind of misses this statement that i think it could have had which is that like the whole uh what are they the n the nsmc unsc yeah unsc 
like the whole UNSC is they're also bad. Like there's no, there aren't actually anyone good. I mean, I guess you could maybe argue Quan is really the only potentially good one here because she is fighting for like independence and her right to, to self-govern, et cetera. But like everyone else is bad and it, it just, it shows that, but it doesn't actually say doesn't, it. It doesn't commit. It doesn't commit to yeah. the, the, the you know <clears throat> because you get the, so like the natural complicity of just being part of the machine, right? And part, it, part of and like it has to be propaganda. Like a good comparison is how a forty k handles their space marines. You know, mm-hmm. they they are unabashedly uh, what they are. You know. Which is fascist. Yeah, which say which is a you know, you know, the fascist scions of a theocratic state, um hell bent on on universal they, genocide of anything non human. And they don't shy away from that. And they they just tiptoe around the Spartans. But my real question to you is who wins? Uh 40k Space Marines or Spartans? Not, it's not even close. The Space Marines wipe their ass. I don't. I don't think that uh that uh, Mjolnir armor can withstand the superheated blast of a melta gun, or even just your classic bolter exploding bolter round. Good. Um, I was just gonna have a, have a thought. Like, well, so I don't think we're ever going to actually have a discussion on you know, the Halo game franchise. I mean, like, maybe we do, but, like, if we do, it won't be for a long time. Like, we wouldn't do it until, like, maybe a new game comes out, and even then, oh, it's probably unlikely that that's going to happen anytime soon, and, you know, it'll probably <laughs> just be a dumpster fire. Um, But there's a, something I wanted to bring up that, like, this show obviously being released in the year of our Lord 2022 is far enough removed that it, like, the the connections between halo and our kind of post 911 reality are less potent and obvious as the game series was like it was an interesting bit of production like the first halo comes out in november 2001 so obviously in production before well before 9- before 911 and it, like the the jingoistic kind of uh you know nationalistic propaganda that you know that the halo series as a whole kind of becomes doesn't really crystallize until halo 2 which was like 2004 um but it is very much a product of the 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 post 9-11 worldview and i mean even from the kind of the direct analogies of like a of like you know fighting a you know a theocracy that's uh you know basically uh you know that's just directly evil and you know i i had some some notes here yeah so like the, the sudden invasion destruction of the home planet um there's something else blah 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 okay i don't have the the direct notes but yeah it's like basically the you know the covenant is is basically meant to be like one it's it's funny it's meant to be like iran it's like like yeah. you know like a, a a religious state um which is very funny but like you know like yeah like the 
the fall of reach is basically supposed to be like an analogy for 9-11 you know directly like you know basically like a terrorist attack on the homeland um requires the the, requires the you know the noble hero to take on the call to service to protect you know protect the culture um but the like there was something here like yeah that that, that the popularity of master chief as this kind of faceless cipher only exists in the reality of 9-11 that and I have a quote here from it. There was a Pete, there was like a an article, like a scholarly article written on Halo and 9-11, um, where it says Halo Combat Evolved can be seen as creating a template for the post-9-11 American to re to remediate in its representation of a stoic, noble, selfless, and brave hero who suffered immense loss after the sudden invasion and destruction of his home planet moments before the beginning of the game, who finding himself in a distant, unknown part of the galaxy, fights on behalf of his people against new enemies in alien territory who fights without hesitation and ultimately gives his life for his cause. So it's just this, this, uh, this sense of coming to terms with the, the breakdown of our worldview that was represented by nine 11 that makes this character workable. And I think, you know, we're getting far enough beyond, beyond that, that we see th this in our character in the show and it's just like yeah that's boring that's fucking that's fucking boring who cares about that shit now like you know like let's 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 let him fuck is you know basically where we're, we're, we've come <laughs> back to and i'm rambling a bit but like i don't know it's just an interesting connection between the the show and our or the 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 franchise and our own history that like yeah, the 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 series itself is pretty fun. Surprised they didn't have Master Chief twerking. <laughs> you gotta wait. You gotta wait for the Fortnite adaptation. Oh boy! <laughs> I think the uh, the other thing that I liked is just the the illusion that Master Chief is Jesus. Um, you have he's he did give himself up for his cause. He's going to be resurrected at the beginning of season two. And on top of that, I did look this up. John one seventeen is oh, states. Oh, oh, uh, oh my god! Oh my god! Are you kidding me? <laughs> for for the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. And I just think you know, that's the chief is Jesus. That's that is, that's definitely intentional. A hundred percent. Praise be he. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He died for our sins and he will be risen. So that's where season two will be going. It was it was cool. They're, they're that... going to go by his grave and there's going to be a boulder move that wasn't there before. <laughs> <laughs> there's it a was, shroud it, there. It was, cool. a blood stain. It, was, it was cool to see Jen Taylor, the voice of Cortana from the games, be the the voice for Cortana in the show. That was nice. May, may we also have a moment of silence for the death of Cortana on Windows? Yeah. <laughs> RIP Bezo. An another female character where you just don't know, is she going to be good or bad until the last second? I mean, in the game, she definitely goes bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. That's There's why just... they're replacing her with Clippy in Windows 11. <laughs> 
Return to just, the male superiority. There's just like uh there's just not enough going on in this uh in this show. Then they've kind of like they have kind of wiped the slate clean a bit going into whatever season two is. You know, Maki is dead. The who knows what the fuck they're doing with Quan Ha. Hopefully they just you know re- chalk that up as a as a failure and move on. I hope that's just like a throwaway in an opening credit where it's like Quan Ha dead, dead, <laughs> dead. Doing space she, pirates. She, you know, so she's in the she's she's somewhere in the nether realm. You know, protecting this portal that <laughs> yeah. does something with Halo. That maybe she'll come back in the future, but it's you know we've recast her and she's some type of uh, and somehow Master nebulous space being. Yeah. Um, I have not seen anything about the production of season two. I mean, yeah, I was that was going to be my ask is I I know they, they filmed them simultaneously announced it, but I have not seen anything about it. Okay, I, I'm seeing something now that that filming started back in September of last year. Oh boy, um, which I'm this this is also funny. this this show was largely shot in um was it hungry nice yeah was, i mean like what kind of tax incentives is is yeah. uh is orban giving <laughs> to damn good ones <laughs> so uh, yeah it's is a very odd choice of a filming seeing as most of this again is just all fucking green screen green screen and sound stages um like just circling back to that final that final episode uh the alien planet it was like so clearly like yeah this is like a a 12 by 12 sound stage with blue screens all around you know like that that's generous eight by eight it's like you can like you can just (laughs) you can see where the high school prop department you know finish building out these like sandstone pillars to where then the fake shit comes after that yes <laughs> you absolutely could you can really see the delineation but it's just like because it was but it was also just like how bad the physical props were you know just looked really cheap um so yeah like they they, they definitely ran out of budget at that at that stage yeah even just on the, physical... the show what are we gonna do <laughs> like get get blue foam even just like on those that physical point, um, Quan picks up John 117's gun in in episode seven, and that gun just looks like a plastic toy. It, it's terrible. I mean, it is a plastic toy. <laughs> True. That's what it is in real life. Um, so I feel like we've like not even gotten an hour out of this, or like just we're, we're at fifty two minutes. We're, we're we're at about an hour. Um, any, any final thoughts, um, on, on this show? We're not um, doing the season two episode. Fair enough. Um, what about our, what about our rankings? What about our, our, uh, our ratings? We can, do, we'll do, what do we do? Adaptation first or? Yeah, we do show first. Or I show. think we do show, I think we do show for, I think we do show property, first. property first and then as an adaptation. Yeah. I'm opening my calculator so I can, uh, and just uh, yeah, single I would decimal say, place. <laughs> yeah, single decimal, and 
I just think, yeah, this show is no, like why this could just be another, you know, Navy SEALs TV show on CBS, more or less. It just has a sci-fi flavor to it. Um, It's really not much different from anything. So what's your rating there? Yeah, if they, so, if they did this as a, a Cuba Bay of Pigs adaptation <laughs> on the History Channel. I, I would be way, I would be way more interested. <laughs> So yeah, I'll I'll go first as a so as a show, uh, I'm giving this just a s- solid four point seven. you were you're, when you're, you're in the right area for me. Yeah, and but when you were saying solid, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were about to say six. six or I was seven. Seven. <laughs> being generous. Four point two. I'll be easy on it. It didn't justify its existence to me. I was just going to go flat four. Okay, uh, I'm gonna g- I'm gonna give it a five because again, I I largely felt it was inoffensive. I felt like it was yeah. nothing special nor not really anything bad. I I wasn't pulling my hair out. Wasn't you know? Uh, I think I've just discovered that I just dis- I also just dislike the Halo series. <laughs> And it's because I was saying before we got on recording, I was born and born and raised a Nintendog and a Sony pony first and foremost. So these Microsoft titles, they automatically put a bad taste in my mouth. Make me this, think like... about sixth grade when everyone was talking about Halo, and I was like, "Yeah, but God of War's pretty cool." <laughs> I'm playing ha- Jack Jack Two. I have this weird. Uh, I have this weird. Um, I don't even know what you would call it, but this like weird kind of nostalgia feeling around xbox like i remember going into like a GameStop or something and it was like testing out like an xbox i don't know like a display model and that was like my first experience ever with xbox and it was probably playing something like halo or something else i don't remember what the game was but it seemed so dark to me both in terms of tone and color scheme um theme it's just i have this i had this for the longest time until I got a 360, it was like, oh, these are like it was almost like um Xbox only makes like horror games, and I don't and I don't play those games. So I'm never gonna play an Xbox. And like I had that f- feeling around Halo as well until I got a 360. I played Halo 3. Um, I also never played Halo largely because you know, even though the fans do like the campaigns. It's a multiplayer game first, and I was never good enough, and you know, to, to play those games and not have a really frustrating time. Um, but uh, so like, yeah, I have this weird, I have this this weird association with Xbox in my head of, of this, and it's all based off this like one impression I got at the first the first time I See, ever played. My, my uh, Xbox association is in Grandma's boy. That is what he <laughs> has at his grandma's yes. house. Uh-huh. He has his single only copy of his game uh, development kit. Yeah, on on just a stock Xbox. Um, all right, so our average though is a I forget. Do we go to two decimals for one for the we the round, full round for one? We round for one. Okay, so we're at a, we're at four point five. Fair. Yeah, feels reasonable. We had a four. We had a five. We had a four point seven. We had a four point two. That's about as even as it gets okay uh around the horn again for as an adaptation 
Yeah, as an adaptation, I got to take some points off here. I think it's it's probably just a solid, just a four, even four for me on the adaptation. The evil side of my brain wants to give this a high adaptation score because <laughs> <Xbox> fans <laughs> be like, it's cool because he took his helmet off and he had sex. But uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I play fucking Halo five. It's got guns. Yeah. <laughs> and aliens. I'm going to say four because there wasn't many of the Dorito heads. Those are my faves. <laughs> I'm I'm going to also give this a, 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 another five. I think that is, again, it, you know, does, I think it largely again be, comes down to the criticisms that you get in terms of it as an adaptation arise from ad- adapting a video game it has nothing to do it is yeah. it is not the faults do not get laid at this particular property it is the it is what you're going to get with adapting any video game it was the same criticism basically that that uh that last of us had they're like oh they didn't do yeah. enough gameplay you know they didn't show enough of that and where it's just like yo that would yeah, be man, boring re- as I hell really want my my tv show Time spent following uh, a Pedro guy crou- Pascal cr- crouching, crouch walking, yeah, crouch walking behind a counter. But... It's just like that would be so <laughs> fucking boring. And there's... opening every fucking drawer. <laughs> yeah, there's a difference when you're the one playing it when it's interactive. Like that is completely different. Um, so it's just like I I have those same those same points. So we're we're even though on our on 4. our five. 4.5 on our it's just 4.5 across the board um this also again. comes in as our new low this is our new bottom so it it, i think so yeah because what, what what was the lowest up until this point was it uh i mean it was either going to be the uncharted movie or doom we should really write these down da- we should really write these down what the <laughs> what, what no. the uh what our it's what our record is do. Um, yeah, I don't know. Again, me coming at it from you know fives, I think the four point five is a little low. I I do think it is putting more cri- more criticism again on the show that the show itself doesn't deserve. I think it's the main criticism. My argument comes down to is just you were never going to get anything different than this. Um, I, I I was telling Mike earlier. It's like if you don't like this show, don't ask for fucking video game adaptations. It's as simple as that. That's kind of what it comes down to for me. Raise his hand. I don't want more video game adaptations. Right. If this is what I mean, well, I, that's kind of what I come down to. It's just yeah. like I don't really need. I don't need video game adaptations. I enjoy the stories that I get in my video games. I don't yeah. need the. We just I don't did need a whole to episode see this on me. an entire set of storytelling that can only be done via video game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it comes to, like I've watched the what's been released so far of the near anime, and it's not as good. Yeah, the anim the animation is pretty good. That one, you know, not to get into. There's this weird amount of going up and down ladders. There isn't. No, there isn't enough. You don't see. You, you don't. You don't get the. You don't get the <laughs> view. Yeah, you don't get the view. Um, but it's just like, yeah, you don't. It, it's just not the same. Like you get some interesting perspectives. There's some nice like what they've chosen to do. Like they basically there's one episode where they give you a. Uh, 
it's basically just all flashbacks and you're getting the the back the backstory of a2 and her that original group of yorha yorha prototypes so that was interesting because that's new stuff um but uh yeah no it's just it's not as good um it's the show would have been these are unique mediums to a new a new ip and told a new story rather than trying to make it halo Um, I trying agree. to bank on an existing fan base only serves to piss both off. I don't know that we have uh, things set for what we're next what month. we're doing. What we're doing next month? We're doing what? Ratchet and Clank. Well, I know. I know we have. Oh, okay. We're doing the Castlevania series. Yep. Uh, I think we should switch to a movie. We should do movie series. Movie series. I'm I'm a lot of series back. Yeah, to I'm back. potentially R- on, on board with movie. that. That does exist. I know. I'd do that. Just, uh, yeah, it's like I'd an hour and a half gotta... Pixar movie that released alongside the 2016 reboot. I would potentially be uh, interested in that. Just make it a Ratchet and Clank month. Yeah, fine with me. Intrusive um, thoughts win. It's Catch me outside like, Andrew's apartment like with Castle- a PS5 emulator, or a PS5, uh, or PS Plus now, playing on my Steam Deck. Uh, Castle uh, Castlevania, like, I've watched, and this is, like, even before we decided on, I think, adapting, I've, I've watched, watched like, 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 most of the first season. I've watched, like, two, two? I think I've maybe finished season two. You know, it's good, but, like, uh, I, for... For this, it's like, you know, asking to watch all four seasons or whatever is a little bit much. Um, also, none of us have played. I don't think any of us have played Castlevania. Have you played it? Speak have you played for it, yourself. I was going to say, Matt, I-, I couldn't remember if you've played, if you've actually played Castlevania. I played some of the classic ones. Okay. Well, I, for some reason, I had thought like that you said like, oh, no, like they, uh, you, uh, you didn't have access to uh, some of the earlier ones. Like they have like the... They have like the package thing where you can like there's like the the classic collection bundle. Yeah, it's just like I don't know that I really want to play those. I I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, you don't like Metroidvanias, and the other half of Metroidvania is the Castlevania series. So, right. Right. So I don't know. We'll so figure it out. Stay tuned for what. uh, I'm I'm all in on Ratchet Clank month. Uh, that, discuss that's, it after. Yeah, yeah that, that's uh, that's that's a strong likelihood for for now. So because that that would be a happy month. That would be a happy. <laughs> my yeah, my plan is to I I still need to put it on my on my deck, but I'm I'm planning on playing Ratchet and Clank Size Matters because some of the few that I didn't I never played were or the, the PSP, were the PSP ones. So um, I would just like to say uh, speak for the pod size does not matter okay for all the men out there you know lift yourselves up king hope yeah uh, i'm good with my size but i'm just speaking for others you know all right so this month though and so it's next week oh wait fuck am i like completely off here oh you know what Next next month wasn't. I mean, next month kind of was because our schedule was 
very odd. Like this was going to be a month where we basically had two adaptations. We technically had an adaptation episode running on, I'm, I'm looking at the, the schedule now and something just does not seem right to me. You could figure it out after. Because I'm, I'm seeing here that we have the Tomb Raider movies. Tomb Raider movies. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. So we did do movies, yeah. mo- movies, series, movies, series. So I don't it's know. Just we'll, because, we'll figure it out. Figure it out. It's yeah. because we're on a four-week routine, and not every month is four yeah. weeks. So there was, slowly, there was one slowly month, but surely. And I guess it's this month. There's, so there's this, it was just one month where it got fucked up, where we had like multiple of multiple of one of them, and after this, it seems to even back out. But all right, we've we've now we've now padded out our our. Yeah. Our time for Matt's got for, some chopping to do for today's episode. Chop uh, shit. I ain't doing chop cheese the Aki way. All right, but uh, you can catch us live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash campaign comrades or over on our YouTube channel at campaign comrades um, where we play uh, a mix Final of Fantasy games. 16 and Final Fantasy, Fantasy 16. Including games that we do review here on, on the podcast. But uh, yeah, I'm probably I'm feeling like I may I may finish Final Fantasy 16 before I stream next <laughs> next uh I next mean week. pacing wise the PS5 says I'm 65% done about a week a little over a week of playing so yeah I'm about it'll put me at it'll put me at two full weeks if I if I finish on on Thursday but I feel like I'm going to be decently close i've got a fair amount of hunts left or like that i've yet to unlock the notorious marks um so that's gonna be i don't know if i'm gonna have to just do some of those end game i i'll have to check in on that um andrew you said you you downloaded your you downloaded a copy last night have you did you start playing at all yeah i'm like an hour in maybe okay, so still still in the still have still in the tutorial yeah exactly still playing as a boy becoming a man he was a boy now he's a bat all right but now he's a demon all right uh we'll maybe do final fantasy sometime soon we'll say um final fantasy month we could do advent children as our yeah adaptation. yeah yeah <laughs> all right uh i think we did all the plugs we will see you in the next one whatever it happens to be oh this month we do know what our our game we're doing uh Sports, sports games sports ball sports ball of the video game after a week off are we again that's what's fucked me up here i mean we can yes, figure out the have, schedule after like we have yeah. we have this next weekend off oh that's right sports that's ball. right that's right all right okay um but till then we will see you in the future bye 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 bye